Good morning, Transformation Radio listeners. It is Friday. Yes, and I know it's Friday. This is our Friday edition. We've got a jam-packed show for you today. Let's kick things off with some Citizen Saints. I wandered through the darkness, wasting away. My soul was cold and hopeless, dead in the grave. Then like a river of life in a dry a flicker of sight to a blind man I saw the glorious light This is Kyle's mom, Monica. I'd like to affirm him for leaning on Christ during his tough time and keeping his head up and keeping focused on his walk. I also wanted to thank all the guys that spent hours praying for our situation. And I also wanted to say happy birthday to Kyle and that I'm proud of you. Yeah, this is uh, Elva McClellan uh, in phase three. I just want to give an affirmation to all the guys in phase two, phase three. 
Uh, you guys keep your head up, and I want to be thankful. I'm thankful that uh, <clears throat> for all the brothers, um, each one of you got a unique personality, man, that I'm very – and I love all you guys. Uh, phase one, stay strong. Uh, it gets better, man. You know, uh, it might be difficult, man. You might have some beef with your brothers or whatever, man, but you can o overcome that, man, and keep pushing forward, man. Um, just want to give a shout-out also to the Lord for uh, being there for me, and peace. And our New Testament reading today is from John chapter 7, verses 31 through 53. Many among the crowds at the temple believed in Jesus. After all, they said, would you expect the Messiah to do more miraculous signs than this man has done? When the Pharisees heard that the crowd, crowds were whispering such things, they and the leading priests sent temple guards to arrest Jesus. But Jesus told them, I will be with you only a little longer. Then I will return to the one who sent me. You will search for me, but not find me, and you cannot go where I am going. The Jewish leaders were puzzled by this statement. Where is he planning to go, they asked. <clears throat> is he thinking of leaving the country and going to the Jews in other lands? Maybe he will even teach the Greeks. What does he mean when he says, you will search for me, but not find me, and you cannot go where I am going? On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink, for Scripture declare, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. When he said living waters, he was speaking of the Spirit, who, who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus had not entered into his glory. When the crowds heard him say this, some of them declared, Surely this man is the prophet we've been expecting. Others said, He is the Messiah. Still others said, but he can be. Will the Messiah come from Galilee? For the clip, scriptures clearly state that the Messiah will be born of the royal line of David in Bethlehem, the village where King David was born. So the crowd was divided about him. Some even wanted him arrested, but no one laid a hand on him. When the temple guards returned without having arrested Jesus, the leading priests and Pharisees demanded, Why didn't you bring him in? We have never heard anyone speak like this, the guards responded. Have you been led astray too, the Pharisees mocked? Is there a single one of us, rulers or Pharisees, who believes in him? This foolish crowd follows him, but they are ignorant of the law. God's curse is on them. Then Nicodemus, the leader who had met with Jesus earlier, spoke up. Is it legal to convict a man before he is given a hearing, he asked. They replied, Are you from Galilee too? Search the scriptures and see for yourself. No prophet ever comes from Galilee. And up next we have Hawk Nelson with Diamond.
gentlemen it's pastor delaney i pray that you guys are doing well um good to be with you um, when i get this chance on transformation radio and so just letting you know we've been praying for you and uh continue to lift you every day to the lord as you guys are on this journey of transformation and this journey of recovery and becoming uh the men that uh, god has always destined you to be um just excited to be a part of the process, and uh, you're very fortunate in each one of your phases to have wonderful leadership that's helping you get from A to B. Uh, Mike and Doug and Phil and Ben and Rebecca and Tom, all of that team are uh, quite remarkable, and uh, God has placed the right group in in your path and the right group to help you uh, achieve your objectives and achieve uh, the things that God has uh, built you for and has created you for. So excited to be a part of that. And today I wanted to share a passage of scripture that um, you guys hear all the time. And sometimes it's one of those ones that we roll our eyes at because somebody decides to share it with us when things are sucking, when life is taking a hard left turn and things seem a little bleak and it's a little ugly something's happened you've had tragedy you're you're not in a great place emotionally or not in a great place uh spiritually and down in the dumps or something's happened and somebody comes along and and you know almost like a singing song fashion or almost like it's just something that we say when somebody's dealing with trouble is oh you know remember first corinthians ten thirteen. you know uh, god will never give you more than you can handle and sometimes that's not exactly what we want to hear when it's messy, right? Um, you guys know that I'm a big fan of Peterson's Message Bible. I think it speaks to the recovery community, guys like me and you, uh, really well. And uh, Peterson says it this way. He says, no uh, test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. 
but all you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. Uh, he'll always be there to help you come through it. I think the operative piece to that versus the statement that an awful lot of people say is that God will never give you more than you can handle, but they don't remind us that God will always be there to help us go through it. You know, sometimes when we are under duress and we are under stress and we are under pressure, my goodness, we sure would like for God just to take it away. But there's value in our challenges. Um, I've been feeling challenged and pressed and shaken a little bit the last couple weeks um, from a lot of different angles. And, uh, you know, in my past, I would have ran from those and drank over those. But I can trust this passage to tell me that regardless, the, the outcomes or regardless of, of where things are at the moment, that God will never let me be pushed past my limits and God will always be there to help me come through it to the other side. And so you just got to kind of stay focused with that. But here's an interesting way to look at this, that there are probably really good reasons that God gives us almost more than we can handle when he takes us to oh right up against the limit right up against the boundary right up against the line when we got that going on man we're sitting there going gosh I know God's promised he's not gonna push me over the line but does he have to hang me over the cliff as hard as he is to where I feel like I'm just a minute from afraid bungee cord from falling into the abyss and we don't want that either so let me give you four quick things you got a pencil piece of paper, write them down. Why in the world would God be bringing me to this place of really difficult stuff? Why would it happen? And the first thing is, is that it's likely that when we're in that space that our faith needs to grow. How about that? Our faith needs to grow. You know, we've had to learn about what this walk with the Father has uh, is all about. And we mature in it every day. And so when trials come, it really is an opportunity for us to sit there and think to ourselves, okay, I've had this trial potentially before, especially us in recovery. I've had this trial in, a, in my past, and I, and I ran and, and did something else to deal with it. Now is it my time to exercise my faith, to trust this passage of Scripture, to trust other Scriptures, to say, Lord, I'm going to give this situation to you in faith, knowing that you're faithful knowing that you love me, knowing that you uh, have my back in these situations. So maybe that's the first thing. The second thing is that sometimes we get placed in these positions where we don't have a resource, we don't have an outlet, we don't have a solution, we don't have uh, you know, any kind of alternative that's going to work. And so God's sitting there saying, I put you in this place or allowed this place for or allow the situation to come into your life in order to get you to stop being so self-reliant. So the second thing is our self-reliance maybe needs to get in check. So the interesting part about that is that so our faith needs to grow, and that starts by our self-reliance, our uh, ego, our pride. Maybe it's time for it to take a back seat. Then maybe this challenge that we're uh, you know involved in or up against, maybe it's there for us to learn you know, the character of the Father is in this passage of Scripture that I gave you. The character is that God will never let you down. That's his character. He's faithful. 
He'll never let you get pushed past your limit. He is uh, aware of where you're at. And he's always there to be with you through it. And so maybe this is your opportunity during this challenge or during the dark times in our, in our lives to sit there and go, man, is it, what's God's character really like? Does he really live up to everything that he says he will do for me and with me and through me? And so maybe we're going through that for you to just see and, and put your own faith, your own reliance to the test by testing God's character in the situation. The last piece is, is that when it's more than we can handle, feelings like it's more than we can handle, or it's bigger than us, or it's pushing us to that brink, then when we come through it, which we will come through it, then God gets all the glory. Think about your own story right now, where you're at in your journey with us at the refuge. You have family and friends and people around you that can't believe where you're at. They can't believe how far you've come. They can't believe that um, you're not the person that you used to be. And it's through that time of difficulty. It's through the time of the trial. It's through that being right up against the precipice that uh, has brought you to a place of change and transformation. And so now the only explanation is because you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it before. And now, thanks to God's character, thanks to his faithfulness, thanks to you putting it down and letting him have it, now he gets the glory for it. And so those are the four things. Sometimes we get pushed right up to the limit to see that our faith needs to grow, that our self-reliance needs to die, that we need to experience and have uh, validation for ourselves what God's character looks like so that when someone asks, how did we come through that? It's real easy to say, ah, it's because God. And when we can say it's because of God, then he does get all the glory. And so I hope that that helps you today, guys. I don't know if you're in a dark spot in your own gig, or maybe you've been tested like I've been tested the last couple of weeks. Uh, but I'm going to trust those things, that it's time for my faith to grow and my um, reliance on myself to take a back seat and let God show me his character so that I can give him the glory. I pray you guys have a good week. Uh, have a good day today, wherever you're going to be within the ministry. And for those of you listening outside the ministry, I pray that you too have a great day. God bless. Hi, my name is uh, Charles Bowman. I got an affirmation to go out to Doug Maruzzi. Uh I just uh, appreciate everything you've done, coming to second phase, helping me out. Uh, appreciate, you know, holding all the guys accountable. And uh, you're just doing a great job, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, this is Dave Bussert. I want to get an affirmation out to Alex Bruin. Uh, Alex, keep up the good work and stay strong in the Lord. Um, you have a good heart. And, brother, you're an encouragement and um, to everyone around you. And uh, you've lifted me up when I've been down. So just keep uh, lifting the brothers up around you and give glory to the Lord for he is worthy. Thank you. Yeah, no.
And our reading from Psalm today comes from Psalm chapter 109, verses 1 through 31. O God, whom I praise, don't stand silent and aloof when the wicked slander me and tell lies about me. They surround me with hateful words and fight against me for no reason. I love them, but they try to destroy me with accusations, even as I am praying with for them. They repay evil for good and hatred for my love. They say, get an evil person to turn against him. Send an accuser to bring him to trial. When this case comes up for judgment, let him be pronounced guilty. Count his prayers as sins. Let his years be few. Let someone else take his position. May his children become fatherless and his wife a widow. May his children wander as beggars and be driven from their ruined homes. May creditors seize his entire estate and strangers take all he has earned. Let no one be kind to him. Let no one pity his fatherless children. May all of his offspring die. May his family name be blotted out in a single generation. May the Lord never forget the sins of his father. May his mother's sins never be erased from the record. May the Lord always remember these sins. And may his name disappear from human memory. For he refused all kindness to others. He persecuted the poor and needy, and he hounded the brokenhearted to death. He loved to curse others. Now you curse him. He never blessed others. Now don't you bless him. Cursing is as natural to him as his clothing, or the water he drinks, or the rich food he eats. Now may his curses return and cling to him like clothing. May he be tied may they be tied around him like a belt. May those curses become the Lord's punishment for my accusers who speak evil of me. But deal with me, O sovereign Lord, for the sake of your own reputation. Rescue me because you are so faithful and good. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is full of pain. I am fading like a shadow at dusk. I am brushed off like a locust. My knees are weak from fasting, and I am skin and bones. I am a joke to people everywhere. When they see me, they shake their heads in scorn. Help me, O Lord my God. Save me because of your unfailing love. 
Let them see that this is your doing, that you yourself have done it, Lord. Then let them curse me if they like, but you will bless me. When they attack me, they will be disgrace. But I, your servant, will go right on rejoicing. May my accusers be clothed with disgrace. May my humiliation cover them like a cloak. But I will give repeated thanks to the Lord, praising him to everyone. For he stands beside the needy, ready to save them from those who condemn them. And our reading from Proverbs is from Proverbs chapter 15, verses 5 through 7. Only a fool despises a parent's discipline. Whoever learns from correction is wise. There is treasure in the house of the godly, but the earnings of the wicked bring trouble. The lips of the wise give good advice. The heart of a fool has none to And as we round up our show today, I'd just like to thank everyone who contributed today, Monica, Elvin, uh, Charles, Dave, uh, and especially Pastor Delaney for that devotional. And uh, just want to pray for our weekend. Uh, hope you guys find some rest and uh, we're able to worship uh, this weekend in church. So uh, pray with me. Father God, thank you for your son Jesus above all and first and foremost, Lord. For Through him we have salvation and we can spend eternity with you, God. You have made and we have peace with you. And, um, and so something we don't think about often is that we don't have that strife is over. The conflict is over. We have peace with you. Um, thank you for all that contributed today. And Lord, there's a lot of prayer requests that um, we just didn't mention today, but you know what they are, Lord. And we just uh, uh, we give those to you and, and ask you to uh, to work in those people's lives, God. Uh, as the weekend is, is upon us, this is Friday, and um, uh, guys that are coming into the refuge this Monday, Lord, that things while we start working over the weekend, that they uh, you will just uh, lead them and guide them and and uh, just bring them into this ministry, Lord. Thank you for all that you've given us. You've given us more than we can possibly ask for, Lord. And uh, you've been so gracious with us. We ask this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. All right, we're going to finish you off, get you out to work today with Get Down by Audio Drilling. Everyone have a good weekend, and we will see you tomorrow.